0: Welcome to Flipping Dreams Podcast with your host, Heather Renee May. Each week we bring you interviews and resources that will inspire you and encourage you. It's never too late to transform your past and empower your future. You are listening to Flipping Dreams. Welcome back to Flipping Dreams. I'm your host, Heather Renee May, and today I am introducing you to Lisa Keneke. She is an inclusion ally with a best-selling Amazon book called The ABCs of LGBTQ. I can't wait to dive in to share Lisa's background with you as well as her journey publishing her book. So stay tuned and we're gonna jump right in with Lisa. Also, don't forget to check out our updated website and sign up for our email notifications where you will be the first to know when our podcast releases on Mondays and when our blogs release on Wednesday, as well as upcoming exciting information about my novel. So please subscribe today and here we go. Let's meet Lisa.
1: Hello, hello. We did it, we did it. We did it, and I have to tell you that I have been creeping on you for the past hour, no, in a good way, Um, and And I feel like I know you. I'm like, okay, it's very, very fun, but hi, I'm Lisa from Wisconsin. Hi, Hi, Lisa from Wisconsin. Well, first of all,
0: um, I have been creeping you too, so I feel like this is a mutual creeping.
1: That is fantastic. (laughs) And, and I do want to say, you know, with all, you know, let's just put it out there transparency. So I do have a master's in counseling. And as I was listening to your last episode and you were like, okay, I need to talk about this addiction. I was ready. I mean, I teach crisis and trauma, you know, I, you name it, I teach it and nothing faces me. And I was like, okay, RVing this is good. And then not to take up so much time, but here's then I'm such a country mouse that I'm like, what is an SRO? No idea what an SRO was. So I had to look that up. And then also full disclosure, one of my dreams is for my wife and I to rent an RV for a year and travel around the national parks, not live in one like you're going to, you know, to go visit your Brother and have Dottie, the director of audience relations with you. So, there, that's yes. my creepage.
0: I love that. You know, I love that so much. And thank you for listening. I'm glad that you got a kick out of that. Um, I did. I, I loved it. I was like kind of stressed because I, I mean, honestly, everything fell through last week with interviews and everything. And I was just like, I have no content. I'm completely like, obsessed and up to my ears with like moving, you know, getting rid of all my things so I can fit into this tiny little space. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to share this with people because maybe other people want to know what this is like.
1: (laughs) It is. And, and it's your truth and it's a teachable moment. And, and this, I am not hitting on you because in another full thing, but wow, do you have a good voice for this? Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I was like, whoa, Dancer with that kind of a voice, okay.
0: Thank you. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm completely flattered, and um, and like thank you. Wow, I don't even yeah. know what to say. I'm like ah, okay. Well, that's it. Thank you. It was really nice yep. talking yeah. to you. Peace.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Good to see you. You know, I think it is. You know, with my nasally accent here, I think it's four degrees above zero in Wisconsin right now.
0: Okay. I so I know Milwaukee pretty well. And I also went into Lambo and went to the Seahawks Packers game and uh, my Seahawks were sadly beaten, but it didn't matter because it was Lambo. I mean, it was so cool. It was freezing. It was like ridiculous, but people are so nice. And I just, what a great, what a great time. So, um, yes, I fantastic.
1: Yay.
0: Yes. I'm a fan of cheese curds. I'm a fan of
1: (laughs) Well, and, you know, our other connection. so let's both claim Russell Wilson, right? And That's so right. came from UW and he just got Walter Payton Man of the Year. So Mazel tov, congratulations to and you. C- congratulations, Russell.
0: And what a great guy. We, you know, yeah. honestly.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I guess we, we should talk about what we are really here to talk. I I don't know. I mean, whatever, like we can talk about anything. It's my podcast,
1: right? Like people will (laughs) listen. It's your, it's your show. Sure.
0: Do you like, also, do you like my faux background because of, you know, because I'm moving, um, I borrowed this living room from a chef in Seattle, apparently, So a very nice living room, nice bookshelves.
1: It is. And again, yeah. wasn't gonna judge, you know, full disclosure. I was a middle school counselor. So, you know, I have also counseled someone who was a mermaid for about a month. And so I learned oh. a lot about mer culture. And if, you know, the lovely pictures, you know, 12 o'clock above your head, if you are not related to them and that is just, you know, the still shots from the store, that's fine too. <laughs> Like if that is in your little RV,
0: true. you have a lot of books, honey. I yeah. know. I would if they were mine, I would, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, that's the problem. You cannot put all this stuff in an RV. So I am um I have a stack of books actually that I can't part with that I'm putting in storage. But I you really like I like paper books. I don't mm, so Yes. We have to get you one of these. Yes. Okay, let's dive right into your book because um, yes, I want one and uh yes, and I was going to that was my question was whether or not you had done this just through Amazon Kindle or whether you had a hardback book. But also I want to hear about your background from middle school counselor to now you have your business, you are coach, you're training other counselors. You got I didn't even know that you could get a certification. Through Cornell, right? For fancy, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. diversity and inclusion. I'm like, whoa! But I also like that you add equity in there. Yes. So I want to hear, want to hear all these things. So, where do you want to dive into the pool? Uh, You know, which end?
1: (laughs) Um you know, as, as listening to your other po- podcasts, well, I listened to your RV one and the one with Michelle. I didn't get to the gentleman who was talking about school to pri- prison pipeline. I'm like, I will just answer your questions. So you can, I mean, I have the gift of gab, so, but I yeah. oh, you know. Well, yeah. Okay. Tell me,
0: tell me how you got into this because like yep. how, did your book and your desire mm-hmm. to be an inclusion ally that came directly out of your counseling experiences, right?
1: Sure it did. So I, I- <laughs> so I grew up in Reedsburg, Wisconsin, which is an hour north of Madison, if you know anything about Wisconsin, so kind of South Central. And I had 11 kids in my elementary school, very small, grew up on a farm. The biggest difference Growing up in Reedsburg, Wisconsin, we had one stoplight. That's not the difference. You were either Lutheran or you were Catholic. Mm-hmm. If you were Methodist, you weren't even in the conversation. And so we grew up Lutheran. I, Lisa Kennecke, was forbidden to date a Catholic boy, but they didn't say anything about a Catholic girl. So ah, there we go. There it is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's fine. Fast forward a little bit, um, worked for the YMCA, moved out to the Washington, D.C. area as, as a camp director and came back one Thanksgiving, sitting around the table, talking to my sister, saying, you know, I really, I, I can't find a boy that I want to date or any boy that I like. So my sister leans forward and she says, well, it's because you're gay. Please pass the carrots. <laughs> at age 27 that's when I learned about diversity so kind of a late bloomer here Heather my friend and I cried but it made a lot of sense and Mm. so what's interesting with that journey is that I still was in the closet for a very long time and my book came about because of this situation if I may tell you about this absolutely absolutely So it was my second year as a middle school counselor and I was sitting in my office and a seventh grade student walked in, sat down and said to me in all seriousness, "Miss Kennecke, it's easier pretending to be a boy than it is to be gay in this town. Mm -hmm. Okay. Also a student of color of which we didn't have a lot in the school that I was working at. And here I was, a forty-year-old cisgender white woman of privilege. So cisgender, born female, still identify as female, and I have a student who is telling me their story, and I wasn't out yet. Mm. So that was my my whole journey. I looked. That was down like at a my... call to
0: action for it you. It was, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and I looked down and so um, friends who can't see this, I'm showing her a Trevor pen right now. And the Trevor Project is the nation's leading suicide risk prevention hotline for any students who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. And I was like, whoa, if I don't do something, I do not want this kid to kill themselves. Mm. And I went home, talked to my wife, came back the next day, came out to the student, came out to everyone, and everybody was like, um, duh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a recurring theme in
0: your life. You're like,
1: oh. Right, exactly, Sha. (laughs) And so then I started writing a blog, and it was resources for educators, and it was letters A through Z, and if you want to learn how to be an ally, here are some resources. You don't, you don't want to ask someone what it's like to be bisexual. Here are some resources. And so little by little, I put the letters literally A through Z together mm-hmm. through in some of my own stories, true stories, by the way. And the book is really short. It's called Be an Inclusion Ally, the ABCs of LGBTQ+. It's got a fun rainbow on the cover. So I'll send you all that artwork, my friend. Yes. I'll send you a book too. Yes, please do. Super short read, super fun, and what? And it came out, I know that we are in February of 2021 right now, so it came out last June for Pride Month. And being a former middle school counselor, I have been able to keynote school counseling conferences. Um, Maine bought 150 copies of my book for their school counselors. And so the teenagers in Maine are, Grasping that they matter, you know, and, you know, just talking about flipping dreams like you, it's just like, that's, that's what it's all about. So that's why I wrote the book was to save lives. That is so amazing. And also like, well, thank you, first of all. And,
0: you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of what an ally was until I started having conversations, I think in two of my podcast uh, interviews last season. And also I have a lot of questions. There's a lot of letters you know, yeah, I mean, let's so, go. Yeah. Sorry. So, I
1: just assume. Yeah. This is yeah. what I do for a living. So, yeah. No,
0: and so like, I mean, like literally, I mean, I'm very, I'm very privileged with working for stitch fix and that we have a very much diversity inclusion focus. And, um, I do have a lot of friends that I'm able to ask things, but I feel like a lot of listeners may not have those resources of like, what do all those words mean? What, what is binary non-binary? What, what mm-hmm. do all these things mean? And, Um, I love that your book is a resource. That's kind of fun. That's like, you know, you don't, it's okay to not know. Exactly. But but also I want to know, so I want to know, like there's that. And then the other part of it is why is it so important to be an ally?
1: I'd love to hear from you. Like what? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. So to answer some of the letter questions, you know, we call it X, Y, Z, LGBT, I mean, ABC, whatever you want. And, When I wrote the book, I also did videos with each letter. So in June, I did 30 days of videos. They are hilarious. They are one take Lisa shots, but to answer your question, right. Are those on Facebook? We where, where are on find Facebook, okay, okay, yes, okay. And, and so, and, and exactly to what you said, I am Lisa K, your everyday gay, just ask me a question, you know, I, I go to the grocery store, I pick up my dog poop, my dog doesn't poop in rainbows, that would be fabulous. That would be really
0: cool. But, yeah, but, uh, I'm, yeah. but
1: I'm just like you, and, and so with the letters, um, I'll just start with lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, which you're going to hear a lot more of because three out of 10 of us know someone who is transgender Mm -hmm. and teenagers are now skipping over in my research and experience over the bisexual, over the questioning, which are the other letters. And they're going straight to trans Mm. or to just like you said, on the binary, I'm going to be genderqueer. I'm going to be non-binary. You can't tell me if I'm male. You can't tell me if I'm female. I'm going to be whatever I want to be. So that is, um, that's our other reality, not only in the world of education, because in five years, these will be the people in the workforce, if that makes any sense. And when I say these people, I don't mean to other them. I'm just saying that the times are changing, just like I had to learn my Apple iPhone as an old fart, you know that's what this is all about. Yes, yes, it's about educating so. yourself
0: and and mm-hmm. and knowing, you know, and it is it is become such a vast world. Not that that world didn't exist before,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: but I think it was very much hidden uh, in or in you know still in the closet or just you know yeah all the things. So I feel like now we're having these discussions. It's really healthy that we're able to. Um, not only address it, but also help other people understand what, what it means. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just, I think by doing that and understanding you are, you're automatically acting more inclusively because you're no longer, you just labeling someone as they're not like me. So they're other, they're not, you know?
1: Yeah. And, And Heather, that's what an ally is, you know? And, and in my book, I talk about how you can shift from a small A ally to a capital A ally. And the easiest example I can give is you're sitting there and you hear a homophobic or a transphobic joke and you don't say anything, that's a small A ally. You know that it's not right, but you might not be able to say anything. Now that could Mm -hmm. be because your boss is there or whatever it is. But then the shift happens from a small A ally to a capital A ally when you do say something. Mm -hmm. You're like, you know what, that's not a cool joke. Or take down that social media post that's just not right and I think with 2021 coming in that we have we're able to breathe Mm -hmm. a little bit more and and I think that you know the whole intersectionality with the murder of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter that happened May last year then it was June pride month so I actually was doing intersectionality of um, famous, they're called BIPOC, so black and indigenous people of color in our movement, etc. I told you I could talk a lot. I can. I love this. No, this is great. This is great. <laughs> this is awesome. So, so we need the allies. So to answer your question, you know, we can't do it alone. I need cisgender, heterosexual people with either time, talents, energy, or privilege or power to help with our policies and procedures, so that students, especially students, can feel safe going to school, because if they don't feel safe, they don't go to school. And then, you know, then community, they become, you know, part part of your, sometimes they become part of your responsibility, and that's not always the best thing either. I mean, sure, homelessness sure. homelessness, and LGBT, drug, drug yeah, issues it's the issues highest, now. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, so your book came out in the middle of this pandemic, this quarantine era. It did. Um, So I'm actually kind of curious about how that affected um, your ability to help students because then all of a sudden now they're at home, they may be in a situation where now they don't have any allies in their family. They're
1: feeling very... uh, to think of the right word. Could be like, isolated. Could be yes, lonely. Yeah, all sorts yes. of things. That is such a great question, and and I think at, as an elder, shall I call myself that? In our community, uh, very very fortunate for the social media world, and happy for I'm a I'm a Gen Xer. So so the people mm-hmm. younger than me, but are out of high school if that makes any sense. You know, they know how to reach these students social media and and to give them either, you know, Snapchat rooms or whatever it might be. And so especially in Wisconsin, I can tell you that there was a lot of love Um, that was going out to try and find the students. How can we support you? Um, I also did some work with PFLAG, which is the Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. So to be able to say, you know, dear people, you know, and now your student is home. So now you're seeing them all the time. Maybe school was a safety outlet for them, Mm -hmm. right? And now they're at home and they can't dress how they want to dress or identify. So how do we then smaller community support them. So again, it was a lot of, um, I've been doing a lot of speaking and a lot of presenting and offering resources. And if I don't know the answer, then, then here, please contact these people. So it has been from the pandemic side of things. Thank goodness Mm. for technology. Yeah. Oh, isn't that
0: so true. Um, It's interesting because this is like Daryl um, also came out of the school background and like, you know, helping students, which I I think is so important that y'all are doing this at this age because um, it is key. Those years are the toughest years. And um, to find, I think I was watching part of your TEDx talk and you were talking about how one positive person and yep. um, we'll cut the suicide rate what 40% 40% correct yeah, yeah. yeah and that was really shocking and amazing um
1: you know and, and you know. with that so heather you are a supportive adult right there you don't even have to identify as any of the letters mm-hmm. if you just are nice to a kid and it doesn't even have to be a gay kid Be nice to the kid who, who doesn't shower a lot. Maybe there's something else going on, but that call that kid by their name. I mean that, yeah, that's my passion and and so important at the middle level where things are wackadoodle anyway. So, well, thanks for watching my Ted talk.
0: Absolutely. I didn't get to finish it because I ran out of time. So I'm going to do that when I'm done, but uh, yeah, no, it was really great. Um, Yeah. So, so I'm curious why a book? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'd love to dig in to more of the process of it. Like how long did it take you to write? You said it came out of these blog posts and like, let's talk a little bit about that and why you felt it's so, so importantly that you wanted to actually have it to be a book versus a, just on your blog.
1: I thank you for asking that question. It was a bucket list, not that it was a dare, but it was Everyone knew, and I, I'm the past president of the Wisconsin School Counselor Association, and I've also served on our National Board of Directors. So I know school counselors around the country. And I would always present, I've presented in 28 states, all right? Right now, my buck, my goal is all 50. So if you're listening in another state, just let me know, that'd be great. Yes. And so- She'll get an I RV can,
0: and she'll drive there. I can
1: live no. in an RV, yes, next to you. Um, and so- I, I wanted to reach a broader audience and not just people who would read my blog. I mean, all six subscribers that I have, thank you family members, you know, on my YouTube channel, et cetera. Yes. And, and my publisher, her name is Mary Helen Conroy, who is also a wonderful, wonderful librarian, etc. cetera. She made the, the cover. And so dear listener, it's, it's a rainbow cover. It's beautiful. And, and that totally was really beautiful. important. Because the gays will sniff that out. And so my goal was to have educator, school counselor, neighbor person, soccer, mom, dad, whomever, have that book there. And then either it could be the gay kid or an ally, right? And I had my neighbor tell me that she put up a rainbow flag so that she could tell her teenage boys, this is why we're doing this to support Lisa. Mm. And that's what this is all about. So to have the book out there, I've had students email me, well, what about this? And then, you know, I'm a school counselor, so I'll be like, well, what do you think about that? You know, and, and then having the resources in one place, because- So many people would ask me different scenarios. Well, what do I do with my sibling who has come out? And that's why I did the book. And I was like, go here, see what works for you for this resource. I'm happy to talk you through what I might have done or I might have said. And so having that tangible thing and it's quick, short, not expensive. And that was another thing for me. And I like that you, you focus on humor. I haven't read it yet. You're going to send it to me, but, uh, you focus. It's super funny. It.
0: Yeah. Which is great because <laughs> it's like, it shouldn't be such a scary, serious thing. Right? Like, right. I mean, these, these it's like, it's cool. It's okay to know. It's okay to open yourself to different things. It's okay to have information. Like
1: exactly. Yeah. Lisa K, you're everyday gay. I mean, I was our school mascot. We were the beavers. I was also homecoming queen. So I'm queen beaver. I mean, what else do you need? <laughs> Who, by the way, is gay, so you can ask me questions. Yeah, so then Heather, you were asking about the process, right? So, two years. What? Dear author, dear budding author, dear person who has a book, please do not be dissuaded by what Lisa Kennecke is telling you. Full disclosure again, I am not a reader. Mm. Now, how is it? Then I put together a little best-selling book on Amazon and I don't like to read. That's because I was a slow reader growing up and I always fell behind. And you know, when you talk about diversity, Mm -hmm. even though I was in talented and gifted programs, it's because I listened to everything and I asked a lot of questions. I hated reading. My master's program was- I was going to say, you must- Painful. Yeah. However- Right. Sorry. So yeah. So I had done a blog a week. Okay. And that's oh, what took me. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: what. So you were like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through this post this week,
1: and eventually, I string exactly. this together. Yep. I it. So I had letter A for ally. B is bisexual. You know, and literally that's what it is. No one read it on my fa- on my website. That's fine. So again. Put it into a book and see what can happen. So I'm also wanting now to have book number two come out that'll have some journal and reflection pages with this.
0: Oh, okay. So like two years from now, well, no, I'm just kidding. It better not <laughs> be. <laughs> better well not yes, bravo. Yeah, I, I'll own that. You bet. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I'm sure there's other people that will hold you accountable and, and get you to, to make that happen quicker because we need it. So um, well, okay. So once you finally decided and you, did you decide the first that you were like, okay, I'm going to do this as what came first
1: electronic or like what came, what came first was finding a mentor to help me because I don't have the patience to look things up to find anything, here's what would have happened if Lisa Kennecke wouldn't have done that. It would have been a piece of junk. It would have been done, check that off the list and I would have had to redo everything. So as That's the- That's a really good
0: tip to listeners that like, yes, it, it there's no shame. It doesn't mean you're not talented or that you shouldn't be published. There's no shame in reaching out and getting help, whether it's editing, publishing, mentorship, all of it, marketing, like, it's okay. That's okay. That's why people are out there. That's why people have great skills in these areas. So you don't have to know it all.
1: Yes, exactly. And and with that, uh, I didn't want to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like zero. And so, what options <laughs> were out there? Well, I mean, again, you know, my six relatives would read it and bless their hearts. You know, um, but okay. So then I I had heard. I did a lot of research. I listened to a lot of podcasts like this, YouTube videos, um, presentations, etc., And it was this thing came up of KDP. I don't know. Can I say? Yes, yes okay. absolutely. Okay. So Kindle Direct Publishing was where I started and where I went. For those of you who are hissing at me or throwing up, you know, signs or poking the vote, the, you know, voodoo or whatever, because it is owned by Amazon. I got you. I understand that. Okay. I also thought about the greater good. If that is how I can save lives, then so be it. That is my vehicle. Well said. And,
0: and that's just it. You know, you use the tools that are at your, you know, access um, because you have to determine like what is more important Um, getting the words out there that will help and encourage and maybe save a life or many Mm -hmm. versus not, um, you know, not being part of the, the the Amazon culture. So yeah, I, I totally understand that trade-off.
1: And I will tell you that it was the pandemic push. So, um, so things shut down pretty much in March. Mm -hmm. Then I called my mentor, my publisher And in April, on April 10th, she's like, okay. So, and I was like, I want a book by June 1st. She's like, what? And I said, "Uh uh-huh, how do we get that done? So I had a wonderful mentor who was my accountability partner. And she was, we met every Tuesday at 11 on Zoom. How did you find her? The stars aligned. And I love that connected through, I'm part of the National Speakers Association in Wisconsin, which is another wonderful organization Mm -hmm. for people who have books and speak and blah, blah, blah. Imagine Toastmasters a little bit on steroids. Okay. So cool. Yeah. um, mm -hmm. And so stars aligned, met my publisher and she was like, let's do this. So she had the background knowledge of, um, and patience, She was very patient at going through finding the ISBN number and doing what KDP wanted to have her do and put it in, you know, this file and in this shape. And, and she has a Canva account. And so she made my cover. So dear reader, when you see it, yeah, for free. So again, I could write another book on how to write a book for cheap because she was wonderful. And she, she got me, I got her
0: that is so key. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it doesn't have to cost a lot. And most of us are self-publishing now. Um, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. So my novel is actually with a New York editor right now. That's okay. Cause you're fancy and you live in an RV, but that's cool. Well, no, it's not just that, but it's like my first romance, like love story novel. And I just really want to give it its best shot. And yeah. it's first of a series. So I'm spending the money to have it like professionally edited because I know I have things that I repeat. I know that I need help with my structure. And I think that she's just going to really help make it sing. Like I love how it all came together. I love beginning, middle and end, but I know she's going to just make some revision, like suggestions for me to revise. And I think that's really helpful. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, I'm looking at, um, either co-publishing or self-publishing. Mm -hmm. And either way, it's going to be money, um, that I, I'm going to be paying for the illustration for the, the rest of the edits for publishing for all of those things. And so as I'm going through this process, I'm going to be sharing this through through the podcast and blog, you know, just like the pain points, what it's like, what, what's, what the reality is, it's great that you write the thing, but then it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of other steps. So. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. And and bravo for you. And I think that, you know, dear, dear listener, if that's what you want, go for it. That's your dream. That's your baby. Me, I literally, it was like, here's April. I want this out pride month. And I didn't have illustrations. They were my stories, my two years of research that I had culminated. So it's a whole lot of websites, right? So it's like, here you go. Here are some of my stories. So from that vantage point, It was easy to go with KDP and I also didn't want to pay to have a ton of books sitting in my basement, not knowing what to do with them. And so that is something else, dear listener, print on demand is wonderful. Okay. So you did do this though. So you went to the KDP first and then you
0: decided, did you also use, does KDP do print on demand or is that through a different... Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. KDP
1: does print on demand and they they hold the rights to my Kindle version. Okay. So I, I can't do another ebook with that number because they own that but I can sell my own book I can um, you print it somewhere else. I'm in the process of going to make my own audiobook but the, you know another three years whatever. But the other thing that I wanted to say quickly, dear listener, is that I am all, I'm also getting into the world where I want my book to be at Target and maybe Barnes and Noble and something like that. KDP doesn't do that. So then you have to go. That's where
0: Ingram Spark comes in. That's where, that's who I want to publish with. So yes. And so um, I love that this is perfect because um, I'm going to have all these links in the, the show notes. Um, but, and also, you know, listeners, if you're curious, you want to reach out to Lisa, I'm going to give you information so you can, yeah. her. you can stalk her. No, I mean, don't stalk her, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you can reach out and ask her questions directly, um, about her process. If, if the way that she's doing it is the way you want to do it, um, you know, feel free. And, um, and I love this because part of what I wanted to do as I was doing the research in my own novel and like, what am I doing? What's my process? I'm seeing all these options. And I think that there's so much out there and not everyone, like all of a sudden people are like, Oh, I published my book. Like it's no big deal. No, it's, it is a bit the the ISBN alone. Trying to figure that out is a lot. Like, so I want to be able to share that information. I want people to see, there are so many different ways to get it out there. Now you really just have to ask yourself questions of like why you're doing it. Who's Mm -hmm. your audience? How much do you want to spend? How much time do you have like all these things like you know and then you figure out the the formula that works best for you
1: right and and with that and i think you might have said this with your novel if you want a hardcover you cannot have a hardcover through kdp at amazon Mm. okay so just just dear dear listener just know that as well um and and again i started with kdp because i wanted to have To be honest with you, I didn't want to deal with anyone having to pay me money or ship it out. And then that's where big, big business came in. I was like, great, you do that. But now I'm like, oh, now I'd like to. something yeah,
0: but the fact that you have print on demand is perfect because, um, I'm sure whether you're doing virtual speaking engagements or whether you are going to actually physically be in schools or somewhere, um, you can have them print and ship directly. And, and have them there when you show up, hopefully.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Maine, the Maine School Counseling Association, they ordered 150. Today I went to the post office and mailed 10 to the state of Alaska. Super easy. That's awesome. I also think that there's an opportunity there um, for,
0: for corporations, you know, companies that are looking to, you know, yes, because diversity and inclusion is such a big hot topic for so many, especially in tech. Um, that uh, I could easily see this as being a handbook that that companies, you know, purchase to help that guide their own
1: training and their own, you know, so anyway. Dear corporate sponsors listening. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, that would be fantastic. And, and thank you for that. And I think that because I know the world of education, I'm also a professor, so I, I know higher ed and K-12. That's my, these are my people. And so let me get comfortable here. And then I can use my Cornell degree, like you said, you know, and talk about this with corporations who are ready because most of them are just starting at race right now, race relations. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So and that's tech, okay. Tech definitely is a bit
0: further down the road Correct. from yes. this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Tech
1: is, you know, and then it's going to be, you know, how do you show up? You know, on my Zoom window, I have my pronouns listed. I have my pronouns in my email. So those are the little things. Again, in my book, I talk about, here's how you can show that you're an ally, shift mindsets and behaviors to shape policies and procedures. That's what it comes down to. That's
0: really interesting. So, you know, I haven't added, we, we always have those, uh, uh, we have badges for our, well, when we used to have our events. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. For summits, we'd have these badges that were printed up and we had the option to add pronouns. Mm -hmm. And I always thought, well, I don't need to do that because I'm, I mean, I'm not, I don't refer to myself in those ways. So that's, I just doesn't apply to me. But now that the way you're saying it's like, it's just a flag to other people showing that I am open and an ally. So I will start to do that now because I think that's, yeah, it's not about me. I mean
1: well Other right <laughs> yeah and, and Heather and thank you for saying that and I think that it is important because I would rather you talk to me and ask me why I have them so I can tell you what cisgender is because that is all about privilege that we don't even think about that we have and then it is a nod to you know the Jonathan Van Nesses, right who have facial hair and wear a skirt how do we as, as a yeah, exactly. How do we as a community, you know, embrace, I don't even know what pronouns Jonathan uses, but that's, yeah. And that's that's, a really good question.
0: Maybe I can get him on here.
1: Yeah. Call him. I want to listen to that. I know.
0: Right. I just, I just finished his book, actually. It's really good. So yeah. um, Yeah. It's actually in my stack of uh, books to give to friends to uh, like, to try to exchange. So yeah. um, Yeah. Tell uh, JVN, L- Jonathan, are you listening? We're gonna call yeah. You.
1: JVN, Lisa from Wisconsin says hi. Hi, <laughs> I talk about you all the time in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Um. Okay, I got totally distracted by all of that. Sorry. Um. No, no, this is great. I, I had a follow up. Um. Okay, so I guess. um okay, so you did the book, you, you're like, I want it in June. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. I was gonna be like, so did you like throw yourself a parade and stuff? Like, how did you market? And how did, did you have a book launch? Did you do like I, I did? Facebook? Thank you, yes. did you,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was, you know, it's COVID, so we can't do anything. Um, and, you know, I wanted it for pride month so that people would be like, oh, and it goes back to, I may be the only gay person that people know So I want it to be positive. And I do realize that I have that privilege and I have that um, responsibility on myself. So again, Lisa K, you're everyday gay. I'm super funny, approachable, and I'm not gonna shame you. It's okay if you don't know. So Pride Month with the videos, super short, super funny, poking fun at myself on all sorts of things. My wife's birthday is June 10th. Mm -hmm. So that's when we had our book, kickoff celebration via Zoom. So we had people on, we had all the little Hollywood squares everywhere. So yeah, it was a virtual celebration and it was wonderful. And then it did that day, it was an Amazon bestseller in, you know, an obscure lesbian, historical fiction, geography. I don't even remember it anymore, but it was a bestseller for a day. So there we go. There we
0: go. I mean, that's, that's all you need. At least for now, I'm sure yeah. I, I have a feeling that this is, you're going to start to get some, some traction with this. And I, I think that, yeah, it's a very weird time. I mean, I'm thinking about that too, as I'm starting to, well, I'm more focused right now and doing my revision quickly because I want this to yeah. come out, you know, as sure. soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, once my revision's done at the end of the month, um, I have to start putting together my marketing plan and strategy and putting together a book release team and trying to figure out. Um, so my book has to do with wineries. So this is like great because like, I can just, you know, go like hit up wineries and just like,
1: yeah. Which is fantastic. And, and I'm raising my hand yes. to do a listener. And so, yes. so the guest, um, a yes, couple of guests ago. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Heather. So you talked about wine with Michelle and she had some great ideas. Yes, Again, because- I didn't want to spend money on marketing and book launch. I just started because I'm older, a Facebook book launch group. Okay. That's probably the route I'm going to go
0: as well, because contrary to popular belief, I don't have a lot of money. So, um, I want to the money I do have set aside. I want it to go mm-hmm. to the right places, um, mm-hmm. and whatever I can do on my own, or I can do with the help of friends yep. or, you know, volunteers that's what I'm going to lean on.
1: Yes. And another thing that I did is on LinkedIn. So reader, I'm showing again, the cover of my book, which is all rainbow. And I just had letter A is for ally, B bisexual, C is cisgender. Every day for, tw- for all 30 days of June, I had my book cover. So it was consistent mm. with a different letter on it. And so if you wanted to do your book cover with a chapter or a different kind of wine or whatever, that's how I got an interview with Condé Nast. Oh, for those of you who don't know who Conde Nast is, because my wife had to tell me they own the New Yorker, they mm-hmm. own um, Vogue, I don't know, all of the big he Watson, fancy magazines. And I was like, well, it's not ESPN, so I don't know who they are. Anyway, so I had an interview with Conde Nast just because of that LinkedIn every day, uh. simple, here's my book cover,
0: Go. I love it. I really. I have been toying with that. I think part. I definitely want to do an audio. And <clears throat> hint, hint. You need to do your audio. Like you need to. Yes.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it'll be in my closet. Literally, I'm not kidding. And I will have my microphone She's going back in the closet just yep. for the audio, though. She'll come back out. Um, <laughs> but yes,
0: I um, I definitely was thinking about doing some teaser, like reading like teaser chapters, that sort of thing. Um. I'm really excited to see what kind of cover. Um, So my intern, uh, well, no, she used to be my intern. Now she's the director of my branding and social media engagement. I heard
1: that. Congratulations. Yes, Yes.
0: Lindsay. So she's really good with graphics. And so she's doing a mock cover just to generate interest and hopefully pitch this um, Mm -hmm. for co-publishing. But um, I'm really excited about like the real illustration and like what ends up happening because I I'm excited to see like, if you have a team of people and this is what they do for a living, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really curious to see what they come up with, you know?
1: Contests are also very good to gain traction. It could be wine trivia. It could be something for you. And so also I am. Um, I hid a Dottie cameo
0: in the novel that, that readers have to find a little, a little egg, a little Easter egg. They have to if uh-huh. they can find where Dottie's spotted in the novel, then they're I'm gonna do a that is
1: brilliant you know and so yeah so contests were very very fun and I would even be like okay so now I'm thinking about this and I put it out to the Facebook group what do you think and I'd leave it up for three days and they would vote but um I heard that from someone else
0: so how did you build your network of people that were interested in the book was it what did you reach out just to like hashtags and those networks and get people interested? Or was it really
1: just word of mouth? Was it friends? How did it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very, very, very grassroots. It was very, um, I had, as a camp director, I pulled in my camp counselors who are wonderful people who I hadn't worked with for a long time, but they're internationally. So I had um, New Zealand and Australia and the UK represented as well. So to have kind of a global thing, but I think they all knew me Mm -hmm. and they all wanted to see me succeed. And so I didn't go to anybody who wasn't, I didn't have the time nor the energy to deal with anybody who was gonna poo poo it. And so it was all the big cheerleaders and I could have been more strategic and trying to get like power players But to be honest with you, this is my first run at this, and it was like, I just want this to be successful. My goal was to sell 100 books, and I'm almost at 2,000. And so I have 94 reviews on Amazon, hoping for 100. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's been
0: fun. That's really cool. And I will pass this along. I don't know who in our company actually handles. Uh, and also we're not doing things in person anymore, but I'll reach to our, people. Our, we have a people team. I know that. So I'll reach out and if they're interested in all, I'll definitely share the link to the book because maybe it's something that Stitch Fix might be interested in, but. Um,
1: yes. And yeah, then I will, know. then I'll get you JVN. How's that? Cool.
0: Oh, deal, deal. And Condé Nast. I, I want both. <laughs>
1: Oh, I can get you. Okay, sure. Because you know who Nast is. I felt bad for the poor person.
0: Hi. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> Wait, okay. So um, you, this leads right into my last kind of like question of like, what were the gotchas? What were the learnings? What were the, like, what is your advice? So listeners today, as you were thinking, either you've written your book or you're planning to write your book and you're like, I want to do KDP. Um, what are some things that you're like, you want to share with them that might pop out mm-hmm. that, that will help?
1: Very first thing, as you just said, that done is better than perfect.
0: Mm, I love that.
1: Yes. When I could say, and I'm getting goosebumps right now, when I said that I was an author, the street cred went through the roof. Now, no one knew that it was only a 112 page book, that it's all gay, but to be able to say that I am an author, It's kind of one of those, yes, I have a degree from Cornell, you know, and I don't mean to be snooty because I'm not, believe me, Shaw, but done is better than perfect. And then it allows you just like you, Heather, you're going to have more than one volume, right? And so now I'm like, okay, because the trans movement just blew up. I could have half of a book about here's how to support our trans community. Um, So done is better than perfect. I try. I'm going to be completely honest. I tried to write 500 words a day. There's no way that that was happening. Mm, okay. Okay. But the blog on Sunday mornings, I could get that done. I really like that. And you know, even if it does take a few
0: years yeah. or a year, maybe you, maybe you set a goal where you're like, I'm going to do a blog post. Were you doing it a day or are you doing it a week? You're doing, One a week, week, yeah, yeah. Week. That's what I yeah. do too. I don't know how yeah. anyone would blog every day, but anyway, whatever your goals are, <laughs> you know, just set that up. And and honestly, probably your blog posts were 500 words or at least, yeah,
1: so yep, in there, yep. And you know. then by the time you know, I would do the research on you know, here's where I want you to go. Now, granted, again, I wrote the book in 2020, and even though their websites of the national associations, things are going to change right in, in five years. Oh yeah. And so, um, you'll need to update for sure. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's yours. If you don't like the person who is your publisher, don't, Fire them, do whatever you need to do. But I mean, it's your story. Everyone has a story. I will tell you the two best things that I can tell you reading Robin Roberts' book that her mother told her is everybody's got a story. Yes. Whether it's an actual book or you don't know why they're homeless, they have a story. And then the second one make your mess your message. Mm, I like that a lot. That's a very much a flipping dreams thing. Yeah. And, and Mm -hmm. so that's why I loved what you, what you're doing when I researched you too, because I'm resilient. I came out, oh, my friend, I could tell you a whole lot more that went on growing up with everything uh, that I dealt with. And I wrote the book so that kids don't have to, I don't want teenagers to die. I want you to know that life, it, it gets better. And that's from Dan Savage. So
0: I love that so much. That's so powerful because, you know, we, there should be no casualties right we we should all be um connected and helping each other lift each other up and shine that light in those dark places and help people to you know be be there just to know that they matter and their voices matter and that's a big thing too for writing out so many people do have stories so many people do want to write someday or have a book someday and um what was the statistic only 3% actually do this so mm-hmm. um it's so important for us to encourage each other because right. i think i think that that's where people get better and they get angry and they you know you just don't want to be around them because they have dreams inside that they gave up on or they they just didn't have the encouragement they didn't feel that it mattered that they mattered and so they kind of closed those doors And I think that's really sad. So I'm here to kick those doors open and like for people to, you know, be their best selves, just
1: share their messes because in the mess is the beauty, absolutely. And whatever medium it is, you know, so you and I, we were just talking about words, but if you're an illustrator, please draw, please. You know, if you're a musician, do that. If you, hello, Amanda Gorman, it's spoken word, whatever it's going to be, you know, tell your truth, tell your story because you're not alone. Someone else has gone through this. And, and I think that that's, what's so inspiring is that if a teenager can see that rainbow and be like, Oh, and if they read one page, great. That's the page that was meant for them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, uh, I firmly believe that too.
0: Oh, this is so great. I'm so excited um, to share all of these tips with I was just looking at my notes to see if I had anything else off the top that I wanted to discuss with you, but I mean, I feel like we have kind of covered everything and I'm really excited. I think that, um, this has just been a great episode that kind of covered a lot of things and, you know, hopefully folks are going to want to dig in now. Why don't you go ahead and share with me, um, for the podcast listeners, and I will have all of this on the YouTube uh,
1: as well on the screen, but, uh, how do they find you, Lisa? Great question. Thanks for asking. Uh, so um, I have a website. Um, and so I'm at www.lisa.coe and is a nancy, e c k com. Um, so lisakenneke.com. And that's probably the easiest. LinkedIn would be wonderful. That's my name. So just remember the O in there. So LinkedIn and my website. Um, yeah. And I train on diversity, equity, and inclusion, unconscious bias, LGBT, whatever. So happy to help get you JVN, you know what I'm saying? And well, I'm excited to see your book and learn about your yes. wine and everything too. Yes. Yes. I'm really excited.
0: I feel like um, when I get into this new trailer and start to hit the road again and everything is going to be, I'll have my book back. So I'll be able to, I miss my characters, So I'm, I'll get to play with them again and, and, uh, you know, kind of flesh that out. And, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. It's a very hopeful story about love, but it's a very real 40 something story, uh, that yeah, it's like, it's real issues. They have real conversations. Um, it's not, she's not being saved. She's saving herself, but she still finds love, which I love. (laughs) So that is yeah.
1: fantastic. Yeah. Yay, female power. Hooray! Yes. yes,
0: and it's sexy to be authentic and mature. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you you do you, like I said, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. I feel like uh we've known each other for a long time and I love that. So
1: I, I, I do too. This has been fantastic. Thank you, thank you, listeners, thank you, sponsors, thank you, Heather, for what you're doing and you know, My flipping pleasure. dreams because that's what we have. No one else can take our dreams from us. That's
0: right. That's right. Well, on that note, um, listeners, we will see you next week on flipping dreams and Lisa, I wish you all the best with your book and everything that you do. I know you have such a great impact in the world. Thank you for what you do. And, um, thank you for your words. And, uh, I can't wait to get my copy.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) yes, I will mail you one. Yes. Yes. Awesome.
0: Thank you for listening to Flipping Dreams. Please be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Flipping Dreams or at Heather Renee May. And please check out our website and sign up for our email list where you will get notifications on our weekly podcast and blog posts, as well as our monthly newsletter and much more. Be the first to know. Sign up today. Thank you again, and we will see you next week here
1: on Flipping Dreams.